You're smart. Your TV is smart. That's why you cut the cord. But you need one more thing. Alaska's news source. Watch live or when it's convenient for you. Here's how. Just search Alaska's news source on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, or Android TV. Install and enjoy. It's completely free and has everything you need in one spot. Breaking news. Statewide weather. In-depth investigations. Start streaming Alaska's news source live today. You're watching Alaska's News Source. An Idaho man extradited to Alaska on a cold case murder was arraigned today in Superior Court. Georgina Fernandez was in Palmer as the judge read the charges to Keenan Leland Keyes. She joins us now with the latest developments in this case. Georgina? Joe Keyes appeared over the phone today for his arraignment in connection with the 2011 murder of Thurio Loa Sutherland in Houston, Alaska. Keyes faces counts of first and second degree murder after state troopers say he allegedly shot and killed Sutherland inside his Houston home in 2011. This case went cold for more than a decade and was reopened in 2022 by Alaska State Troopers Cold Case Investigations Unit. If convicted, Keyes could face as many as 99 years in prison for each count. Uh, those are the only charges in the indictment, sir. Do you have any questions about those sentencing ranges? No, sir. Thank you, Mr. Keyes. Keyes had already been serving a 15-year sentence in Idaho for crimes involving shooting at his wife and three-year-old kid in July of 2022. Keyes is scheduled back in court Tuesday at 2.30 in the afternoon. Sending a threat of violence to an Alaska elected official's home online contact form appeared virtually in court this morning as well in Palmer. The Alaska Bureau of Investigation says they got the report earlier this month that 46-year-old Joshua Stalker had sent a threat of violence. The judge said in court this morning that the victim in the case is the governor's office. The judge also said Stalker could leave jail on a $500 appearance bond saying he could face up to two years in prison instead of five citing a clean criminal record. A preliminary hearing is scheduled for January 9th. And there are some winter weather advisories issued for parts of Alaska. Here in Anchorage, though, the story is warming temperatures, raining in the new year. Robert Forgett, what can you tell us about our state's weather? <laughs> well, that's right, Joe. We are going to see a warming trend over the next 24 hours. So for New Year's Eve, looks like we could even be right around that 20-degree mark. The wind's out of the north about five miles an hour. It could feel a little cool, but uh, if you dress appropriately, you'll be all set. Pretty calm out there right now, and it uh, looks like just one of those really cold nights, and it is three below. That probably will be our low for this uh, for tonight, and we'll see temperatures just rise steadily throughout the, uh, throughout the early morning hours. Winds are out of the north, northwest, about six miles per hour. You can see the temperatures six below in Ship Creek, seven below in Muldoon, five below in Eagle River. As uh, we take a look at our current conditions, things relatively clear throughout much of South Central and cold temperatures 17 below. All of South Central will be warming up in the next 24 hours, getting a reprieve from that northerly flow of cold weather. Three was our high, six below was our low. We did have a trace bringing us up to 39.1 inches. And what are we expecting? We are expecting isolated showers tonight, temperatures increasing, winds north to 10 
and two below as our low for tonight. So have the complete forecast coming up in a bit. All right. Thank you so much, Robert. We look forward to it. A one-mile safety zone is established around a cargo vessel after marine firefighting experts were deployed yesterday to a fire off of Dutch Harbor. The fire was reported on the cargo vessel Genus Star 11. The Coast Guard saying none of the 19 crew members were injured. An on-site assessment found no signs of structural deformations or blistering outside the compartment. The Coast Guard is saying safety is a top priority, and that cause is unknown. Coast Guard saying today that they continue to assess and assist in that response. Russian forces have barely made gains in 2023, and Ukraine is running out of foreign aid. All of this comes at a crucial time for Ukraine as Russia ramped up its attacks yesterday, making this our top national story tonight. At least 20 people were injured following Russian missile strikes on Kiev, according to Ukraine's prosecutor general's office. Ukraine's prosecutor general's office also saying that two teenagers and a British security advisor for German media team of journalists are among the injured. According to the prosecutor's office, the strikes damaged a hotel, apartment buildings, administrative buildings, stores, restaurants, trade pavilions, and cars. The Ukrainian Ministry of Health reported that three hospitals were also damaged during the missile strikes on the city. And according to the ministry, none of the patients or medical staff were injured. Turning to Gaza, the World Health Organization says it's very concerned over the spread of infectious diseases. WHO Director General Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus said yesterday that shelters in the Strip and many illnesses had formed from mid-October to mid-December. He said there were about 180,000 cases of upper respiratory infections, more than 136,000 cases of stomach issues, half of those in children less than five years old. More than 55,000 cases of lice and scabies, 5,000 cases of chickenpox, and nearly 43,000 cases of skin rash, 4,600 cases of acute jaundice syndrome, and 126 cases of meningitis. Meanwhile, the WHO says there are only 13 out of 36 hospitals that remain partially functioning across Gaza, with another two minimally functioning. And for the second time this month, the Biden administration has bypassed Congress to approve the transfer of nearly $150 million in military equipment to Israel. The State Department says the Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, informed Congress he made an emergency determination to immediately approve the transfer. The transfer includes fuses, charges, and primers that make 155-millimeter shells functional. The State Department also sent an emergency declaration to the Oversight Committee that more than 13,000 tank shells would be delivered to Israel. You've been listening to the Alaska's News Source podcast. Subscribe to have the latest episodes delivered to your library automatically.